welcome to the League of Melanated Gentlemen podcast. My name is Spencer, and I'm one of your hosts on this podcast, and it brings me great joy to introduce or allow them to introduce themselves, the other members of the League of Melanated Gentlemen who have come here today to discuss what has been and yeah i don't know not my best <laughs> intro yeah you tried definitely it definitely not my best intro um it didn't work this time but you know we can't hit them all. they're not all winners <laughs> and it's gonna be okay we're gonna leave it in i, get leave it. It in. I like it but uh yeah that was a whole oh, that was rough um <laughs> i've uh i've done better we've heard me do better so um, we'll just chalk that up to the game, and uh, I'm going to let the other gentlemen introduce themselves now. This is Brandon. And, of course, I'm Jordan. So, hopefully, this isn't your first episode. <laughs> yeah, they, turned, if, they, tuned, they tuned out real fast. I was like, bro, they don't even know how to introduce themselves. Yeah, um, <laughs> it's it's been better. But, anyway, if it is your first episode, thank you for being here, and please stay. If it is not your first episode, you know where we're going. We have some stuff to let you know, and hopefully you're already a part of it. But if you're not, Jordan is going to tell you where you can find us. Yeah, you know, you can find us. We're, we are here on social media, man. We are here. You can find us on Facebook. Uh, you know, we got a Facebook group. You can find us on X. You can find us on Instagram. You can find us on YouTube. And we are all at the League of Melanated Gentlemen podcast. Or you can always just type in LMG Podcast for short. Um, you'll be able to find us there and interact with us there. Um, we need these. We need these numbers up. So, you know, go ahead, and go ahead, and drop through. You know, let us know how you feel. Talk to us. We love talking. Um, also, don't forget to rate and review us on whichever streaming platform that you use, whether it's Spotify or Apple. Um, you know, just hit us there. And also, thank you, thank you to all the people who was hitting us up, showing us the. Spotify wrapped showing us that you know we were your their number one podcast that they listened to. Uh we appreciate seeing that. We love the minutes that uh, sure. that we've seen. We love the minutes that we've putting out. And so we just want to thank y'all for you know for helping us out and supporting us. Um also scheduling updates. Of course, our episodes drop on Mondays. That's where you can you know listen to us on Mondays, but on Wednesdays, we have wrestling with worldwide Willis. Sir. Um, what an exciting episode last week. I, I was listening to the uh, Start Bench start bench Cut episode. Mm-hmm. That was pretty good. I, I knew some of the names, uh, you know, you Spencer, Pat, and, you know, Brandon, they did a really good job on that one. I enjoyed that episode a lot. Um, so keep up the good work there. And then, of course, on uh, Fridays, or every other Friday, I should say, but next week in particular, we have a new episode of DC animation with spencer and friends that is spencer's review podcast where he reviews dc's animated movies spencer what's on the list what should they be watching this week um so this week you're going to want to watch justice league thrones of atlantis and Mm. then you will hear us discuss it next week so if you have access to hbo max also it's on netflix has been dropping up just a bunch of dc stuff in general yeah, uh, yeah, it's crazy. So if you got access to uh, uh, Netflix, uh, Max, uh, or even just illegally streaming, you know, do your thing. Uh, come back and uh, you know check out Spencer's episode. 
And I would definitely say DC has been putting out a lot more animated stuff. They have been coming with the movies. Like they just released the trailer for uh, Crisis on Infinite Earths. I think it's supposed to be a three part movie, uh, which is nuts. We got the new uh, DC animated Isekai that's coming out. So people who enjoy anime, uh, there's a Justice League Isekai coming out. And then they also just released another Justice League, I think RWBY, or that could have been last year. Um, but mm-hmm. that's just based on another anime crossover with uh, DC. And I'm very jealous that DC got to that isekai uh, ideal before Marvel did. Because Marvel ain't put out an animated movie in a while. Decade, maybe. Yeah, it's been a long time. I guess they must get... I, I guess since the movie's hidden, they like, we don't need the animation part of it. We're just going to get to it. Unfortunately, yeah. Haven't seen a good Hulk in a decade. Uh, that is yeah, also cause, true. Because Hulk versus... Oh. Oh, yeah. yeah, those are amazing. Yeah, that was really good. So, uh, yeah, that is everywhere you can find us. That is all the scheduling updates we have. And I believe that is everything. So, you want to get into it? Let's I think, go. Uh, I think we should. So, today we will be doing a little retrospective. We're going to be talking about uh, the things that we have seen in Year of Our Lord 2023. We're going to be discussing the good, the things that we enjoyed, the things that we liked, the things that were good to us uh, that were released in Year of Our Lord 2023. So, as is usually the case, we'll start with movies and We'll just kind of, you know, talk through some of the things we've seen, some of the things we've liked. I will issue an unofficial spoiler warning for just things that have come out. <laughs> right. 2023, you know. Yeah, like just just it everything, because yeah. I don't I don't know what we're going to talk about, but uh, it is stuff that has been released and stuff you've had time to go see. So uh, you just got you just got to make it. It's just going to be OK. Mm-hmm. So, Brandon, uh, tell me something. What uh, what's what's a movie that that really hit you this year? All right, um, movies. I'll just say I, I watched a solid amount this year. I was a little disappointed. It's funny. I was listening to our 2022 episode, and I said the exact same. You thing. said it said the same thing, <laughs> and I was like, uh, you know, 2023, I'm gonna do better. And uh, I was a little disappointed in myself in reviewing the year. Uh, I did a little bit, but I definitely want to do better in 2024, knock out some rom-com, dive in different arenas. But in this one, I want to talk about Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. To me, it was the best film of the year. Um, I think there's another one on my list that's close, but to me, it just hit in all aspects. It rejuvenated the already really well uh, franchise, doing really well. They do obviously a bunch of different projects with it, but... I just thought it hit on every different aspect and it lived up to the what we hoped it would be, right? We were all like, ooh, this kind of looks kind of across the Spider-Verse-ish, you know? And then we were like, man, I hope it's pretty good. And it had a lot of, the cast was great, um, had a lot of big names attached to it, but yeah, it really hit. And it did something new as far as they're actually teenagers. So you kind of get to see that perspective of the Ninja Turtles. So um, that was one movie that I really Really enjoyed this year. I had a good time. I actually saw it twice in theaters, which I usually do not do unless I really enjoy something. Okay, excellent. It was a very good movie. Yeah, that's uh, what I was going to say. Yeah, that was, we talked about it in that. That was a really great movie. 
Yeah, if you haven't seen it, you should go watch that. Uh, it's really good. Um, what, is on, what is on Paramount right now? Because I've, I've watched it again since. I, I want to say, say yeah. I feel like yeah, it's on Paramount. Yeah, and then go listen to our review. Yeah, you there you go. go. Yes. Yeah. Okay, I will go next. Um, Brandon mentioned it, so great segue. Uh, across the Spider Verse was so good. Yeah. Uh, it did a lot of things. One of the things that I didn't like realize, or well, I realized it when I watched it, but then I, I guess it didn't occur to me that they like probably did it on purpose. But in the movie, uh, there are a lot of people who are not really on Miles' side, but all the black people are really trying to help him. Mm. And That's how you we know, do. we stick together. Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, yeah honestly like black people that really didn't know him very well and that were a part of the establishment that was trying to take him down were like no we stand with him yeah and they (laughs) uh they they helped him get through that and uh you want to talk about a cliffhanger uh you know the the moviegoer in me didn't like that at all personally i I hated it yeah i did not see that happening at all Um, like i thought the movie would end but it didn't but that's the only real issue I had with it. Otherwise, it was a really good movie. There was a lot going on. A lot. It was a lot. I, I wish I have a few holes. I wish we had, I mean, literal holes. I wish we had a spot more. Uh, why you, why you do that, bro? Because, man, that uh, doesn't make no sense. Have y'all watched it since? I have, no. yeah. Yeah, I, I have. It. When, as soon as it dropped on... It's on Netflix. I know. Netflix. Yeah. Netflix. Yeah. As soon as it dropped on Netflix, we watched it again. I've already seen it three times. Right. That movie's so good. It's really good. It's good. Uh, I don't know. I think the first one's better, but I do think this one's really good. I, I uh, and yeah, I just wish Spot was in it more. That was really in the cliffhanger, but Spot was just hilarious to me. That's why I was like, man, I wish we got, well, I guess he, we got, I wish we got the hilarious Spot rather than yeah, just because he went from being like hilarious and irrelevant. To being a fucking problem, right? And never speaking again. So it was like, all right, that's fine. Yeah, that's what that's what we got part two for, though. That's what we got part two for. So yeah, we we gonna we gonna see what happens. Yeah. Do we have they set a release date for that one yet? I think it's uh, next twenty five or next year. I thought it was supposed to be twenty four, but I also didn't like look into it. I just figured when it's when it's coming out, they'll let me know. I think this. I think the strike hurt it a lot. Because they was already working on it, and the strike happened. That yeah. makes sense. Yeah, and then it pushed it back. I think it's late twenty four or twenty five. I can't remember, but yeah, I think it might be late twenty four. Yeah, and then it got pushed back from the original release date of March twenty ninth. Yeah. Okay. Uh. Uh, I would go with this first one, but I think it's going to be mentioned, uh, so I'm going to skip this one for now, unless it doesn't get mentioned. But uh, one movie that I was not expecting anything out of, because I literally had no idea all about it, I kind of heard some rumbling about it, but once I actually watched it, I really enjoyed it. And that movie is They Clone Tyrone on Netflix. Mm, did, yeah. did you ever watch this one? I didn't. Never got around to it. Yeah, this one This one was surprisingly good, man. Uh the premise is they John Boyega, as we know from Star Wars, they they actually uh, he is just like they're in a the hood and they have no idea what's going on. 
my man John, he gets shot and killed, and Jamie Foxx's character like sees it happen, and he freaks out, and then the next day wakes up. He ends up seeing John Boyega's character again. Uh, his name is Fontaine. They see Fontaine again, and and Jamie's like, "Yo, I just saw you get smoked." And so like they they come to find out that you know there's a lot of conspiracy going on within this little suburban place, and there's a lot of like um uh what's this called when you when you see like a whole like you see stuff that happens in the movie like get out you know had a lot of subliminals so there's like a lot of subliminal messages um in the movie they clone tyrone but Mm -hmm. the story is really good um the way it looks is really good the acting is really good jamie fox did an amazing job um but you also tiana paris who we know as uh you know spectrum from miss marvel uh she's also in the movie man they did they did a really great job this movie and i definitely recommend this movie to everyone um, it's on Netflix. It, it, I, I didn't expect anything from it, but I'd heard like some, um, some kind of reviewers kind of talking about it uh, before it came out, and I was like, okay, let me check out what all the hype is about. And this movie, this movie paid off, and it was, it was a really great movie. Definitely recommend this one. Need to check it out. I put it on my list. Same. Check it out. Oh, um, yeah. oh, you know what we did last year? Did we talk yeah. about? I feel like we talked about the Rotten Tomatoes last year. Did we? Did we? Did we just? I mean, I feel we like we did to, it for. Did we, we do it for movies? We for? I can't remember. We can. I mean, okay. we we don't do it for shows, so yeah, we can. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so wait, wait, let, let me let me back up right quick. Spencer, what movie did you say again? You said uh, I did uh, across, across Spider. You know, I I wish I remembered back in the day, or not back in the day, but back when we reviewed it, like what the uh, what the review was, like what what the score was. Mm-hmm. But what do y'all think it is now? Oh, I think both 91, 92. Yeah, like I'm thinking low 90s. Uh, we are sitting at the critic score 95 and audience is 94. Oh, mid 90s. Okay. Yeah, that, that's actually pretty good. Um, and then for good the Ninja, yeah, then for the Ninja Turtles, uh, I what think, do you think it is? I think audience for Ninja Turtles might be like 97. I think it's pretty. I think it's up there. I don't. I don't think it's necessarily Spider Man is tough. I, I would say, I say, yeah, like right at ninety or like eighty nine for both. The critic score is a ninety six, and the audience score is at ninety. So both of those. Nice. Oh, I mean, those are nineties. Those you. Those yeah. are real good. Uh, I feel like you can't be. You can't be too mad about those. True. And the animation bump is legit. Uh, then they clone Tyrone. I'm just going to throw this one out here right quick. Uh, it's sitting at a 95% for the critics, and the audience is 100%. Oh, Damn. Wow. How many reviews? So, critic got 129 reviews. Audience, it says fewer than 50 uh, reviews, like verified oh. reviews. Fewer than 50. Oh, okay. is, that makes sense. Yeah. That's a low number. I was like, 100. Yeah. But that, yeah. that critic score is still good, though. No, but, critic yeah. score is amazing. Um, I'm I'm surprised that there are only that many uh, audience reviews. I think because like maybe it's a Netflix movie. Um, yeah, I was gonna say maybe because it's the isn't theatrical. Yeah, that's what well, I'm I feel thinking. like there's some Netflix movies that like like I feel like Bird Box got a bunch of shit. Yeah, I, I do and... think they clone Tyrone for many reasons that we probably know didn't get the uh, type yep. of we know you why. know what I mean. Yeah, <laughs> like we heard of it because you know Jamie Fox, Boyega, but like. I didn't hear about it on Variety or any of these other, yeah. You know what I mean. Um, 
I just heard it through the grapevine, through the homies or somebody. But, uh, yeah, I need to check it out. Um, my next movie, got to go John Wick 4. Yeah. Um, I mean, that, to me, outside of Ninja Turtles, to me, that was my favorite movie of the year. Uh, it just, it, it was John Wick. It gave me everything. But then it gave me a little more, like, you know what I mean, to work with. A little more to chew on. Like, the visuals was crazy. Like, the shots of the city and all that. That was crazy. Uh, the fight scenes. Uh, what's my dude's name? Uh, the blind guy. Oh, oh, uh, uh, Donnie Yen. Donnie, yeah, Donnie Yen's character. Kane. Yeah, his, Kane. He Kane enhanced the. Yeah, yeah he took the movie work. to a different level. Yeah, to where like I cared about. Okay, is he going like when the movie's out there? I'm like, what, what's up with his daughter? Like, what's the? <laughs> like, I was really worried about that. But uh, no, nah, the movie killed it, man. Like that was that's my favorite. Probably my favorite uh, John Wick of the four, and all of them were really good. We've talked about, but yeah, that was a, that was a really good time. Like I watched that a few times over. I'm sad that I haven't got to rewatch it yet. Like I know it's I know it's out there on streaming, but I still haven't rewatched it yet. Yeah, I ran it back about three, four times. That's just like a casual. I can throw that on and do some stuff. You know what I mean? Just yeah. rewatchability is high, super high. No, nah, I agree. I think all of them are real high for rewatchability. Oh yeah, like I'd like if any John Wick is on, yeah, I'll stop and watch it. Yeah, same. Let me ask y'all: Is there any franchise that's better than John Wick in the MCU right now? Like, do the first the Captain America trilogy versus stop it. this this trilogy of John stop Wick? It. Is that unfair to compare? No, it's not. It's not close to me. Who, who's the winner? Come on, man! Like Cap is. Why so, that? What you mean? So no, 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 no. Uh, that first Captain America movie hurts it. Yeah, Wick, John, John Wick. John, nothing hurts John Wick. There's John no, Wick two is no not miss. on the level of John Wick two is my favorite one. So you watch your mouth, <laughs> Brent, that is bro. Wild. No, it's not. It's not on the level of not, John Wick bro. two Yo, is the movie where he breaks the rules of the Continental. Like, John Wick 2 does so much world building, and it gives us so much knowledge about what this is. Like, we learn so much. We learn where he gets all of his equipment from. Like, no, the second movie is great. Santino is a bitch. And seeing, like, John Wick is willing to break the rules to kill him. The whole thing with him in common? Like, yeah. Yeah, Um, common. Yeah, he didn't do it for me. Um... We're we're talking Winter Soldier guy. Come on, man! Like, come I, on. I'm, what are we doing? I'm saying this is this is tough, bro. I I think this is a tough one. That's the thing. The first Captain America movie is it that that's that's that that hurts it. Bro. At the end of the oh, day, yeah. now the third John Wick movie is the weakest one, and it's still really good. Oh, like man. we all we all agree that the third one was the weakest one. I think so. And this is this is debatable. Is still, it's, it's not still debatable. I mean, this is, there's, this is definitely, bro. The only I mean, we're talking about three movies versus four. That's true, but also, like, I mean, if we're gonna poke holes, if we're doing this debate, I have to poke holes in my boy's performance. Yeah, whose performance, bro? Keanu Reeves' acting is. Ass. I don't need no, him to act. Really yeah, that's not, that's not why I'm there. I'm not saying that's why I'm there. I'm not for Oscar performance. But when it was a few times in John before where I was like, bro, like, <laughs> like y'all could write something better than that? Like, 
He just turned around. Bro, he's a he's a man of few words. Man, come on, man, come on. Now, like, if we're comparing movies, like the acting in Captain America movies is ten times better. Like, he okay. gives you the action and the acting. Whereas, let's take let's take away Captain America right quick. Is there every other every other franchise who has multiple at least three movies? The oh, genre yeah, better. No, the Spider Man. Yeah, the only one who's even yeah like in the conversation would be Spider Man, and that second one hurts it a lot. Like that second one is bad to me. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. I mean, we it, can throw it in the chat. We yeah, that's what I, Yeah, group. we got, we got to make a poll for this one. I think this is this and is very that, debatable. And here's here's what I will say about it. Like, quite honestly, the Captain America movies are probably better movies, yes. but. If the question is, which ones do I like more? Which ones do I want to watch? Which ones are more fun? Which ones do I enjoy? That's a difficult conversation. Mm-mm. Because... You are, we watched Civil War. Come on, man. What's your, fa- Spencer, what's your favorite movie? Oh, ever? it's... My favorite MCU movie is Civil War. Okay. Right. And I've, I've gone on record. But is Civil War better than John Wick 1 or 4? Yes. I say yes. I don't Winter know. Soldier is too. Yeah, like I'd say that those two movies are like if I was ranking movies just in life, those two are probably going to top any John Wick movie. I don't know, man. We have to see what the people think. I think. Uh, what do you guys think the Rotten Tomato score is? Critics, critics, I don't know. Stiff. You know, they're going to be yeah, like, well, the acting, you know, like like what I just did. Mid-70s, you know? honestly. I'd, I'd say 80. I will say in four, the acting was better. Like, the cinematography was better. Yeah. So I'll give it like an 80, 84. And then, like, audience is going to be like 90s. Audience needs to be like 95. Yeah. I would definitely tell you the critic score is at 94 and the audience score Ooh. is at 93. Hey, look I at like them. That. bro. I we feel, I, They did step it up, though. All these lie. movies that we're talking about are in 90s right now. Yeah, they they stepped it up, uh, big time. Job before, I like it. All right, like Spencer, it. what you what you got? Uh, well, speaking of trilogies that aren't quite as good as John Wick, that are in the MCU, um, I know that we can't let this go on without discussing Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three. Mm, good call. Yep. Yeah, because that. Y'all know how I feel about Guardians, just in general. I've gone on record. Um, yeah. Not a big Guardians guy, but this movie was very good. It is the best Guardians movie, period. Like, for mm. me, there's there's no there's no discussion mm. about it. It's the best mm. Guardians movie. I think it's we can a talk about debatable. It, but... Yeah, I think it's a little debatable. Yeah. Yeah. And there are a lot of people who feel that way. Cool. You have your feelings. <laughs> um... This movie gave us everything. Um, it told Rocket's story, uh, I think, the best way it could have. Yeah. It gave us a villain that was just the... You just hated him. Like, just a real piece of shit mm-hmm. that you wanted... Like, you wanted him to lose. Right. Like you just hate him so much. Um. And I know that for some people, animal cruelty is like that's that's high crimes. <laughs> there are some people that love their animals more than they love any human on earth. A lot so, of people, yeah, unfortunately. I know that yeah, there were some people that uh yeah, they was crying just all throughout 
I mean, right. that was definitely me. I'm not even gonna cap. I definitely, definitely cried twice. Yeah, it was. It was definitely there. But that's the thing. It had the comedy. It had the emotional scenes, the crying scenes. It had the action, like all of the, uh, like the fight scenes were really good. The banter was good. Like mm-hmm. I, it, it was, it was all, pretty all around a good movie. And yeah. it gave us more than we expect from a Guardians movie. Like it uh hit on some heavy things. And mm-hmm. it uh yeah, it it was to me easily the best Guardians movie. But I don't know about you know, easily, but no, I, I agree though. Like it it had a d- different type of depth to it. Like the father son stuff really got me as far as Peter Quill and stuff. Um and and I love that this is one of the few MCU MCU movies in this phase that like it wasn't saving the entire universe it was just trying to save Rocket it was a very focused story we knew what they were doing from the big jump all right cool we can follow this but it wasn't some multi dimensional you know big stakes like yeah they, this, they kept it, it like tight yeah, they kept it in the kept house it tight. And you actually cared more because you knew what you were caring about rather than some like multi-dimensional shit we don't even know about. So now nah, they it was very focused. It was a, honestly the perfect way to finish the trilogy, honestly. And I know I mentioned this in our review episode, but um, you know, again, a lot of crying moments, but whenever they heard his voice for the first time. Oh yeah. Yeah, that like was whenever tough. whenever he had been down and then uh, you know, they were just talking on the comms and then he like spoke and the way that hit everybody yeah it hit me too yeah <laughs> yeah like, when when uh batista and the little girl man oh yeah that got me that got like, me no, oh no when gamora was like you're not a destroyer oh yeah oh yeah, yeah. What, what did i say yeah you said gamora oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. your father come on yeah, bro man. got like, me and that's the thing. I didn't expect to care about nebula like ever like there was no yeah. point in this when i thought you know I really care about Nebula's development, but <laughs> right. like her in arc this movie, dope. Nebula gave me moments. Like yeah. she, it was her. Like whenever Rocket spoke, it was her reaction that got me. And then yeah, she was the one that. Yeah, it was a good movie, bro. Yeah, they hit me back to back. Like I was like I was straight, and then when they hit me the back to back moments, I was like God, dog. Or like, even it's crazy because like we all knew Rocket's backstory. But like yeah. the scene where we see him talking to Lila and like she's like, it's not your time. I was like, yeah. come on, man. This is <laughs> this has got me out here stressed. Like, come on, man. I was it's like, your time. Don't walk into the time, light. man. You gotta go yeah. back, man. That's rough. It's tough, man. No, nah, that was that's the best movie of this phase for sure. Yeah, for sure. Um it's funny, like I, I knew all the movies that you guys named. Uh, were on my list, and so I was like, I knew there was going to be a lot of kind of crossover. Mm-hmm. Um, but my next movie, I don't think you guys seen yet, and this is actually the most recent movie that I've watched as of this recording. And um, oh wait, Guardians, my bad, I forgot what y'all think it is now. Let's get to, let's get to that right quick. That's for sure, nineties. I would think low nineties. Uh, I'm gonna say, yeah, like low nineties for critics, but audience is probably like ninety four. So. Uh, critic score is actually an 82, which is way lower than I thought. I know Joanna Robinson, who I really enjoy from Ringiverse, she didn't love it as much as most people. And I was like, 
she like poke holes and I was like, ah, damn. So that means like some like critics, not all. She's a critic, right? Yeah, she is a literal critic. So it was just like, Ugh. yeah, it's not good. Yeah. How and did then, Charles feel? I feel like Charles liked it, but he no, I feel like Charles really liked it. Actually, now I think about it. Okay. He really liked it. Uh, the audience score though is a ninety four, which kind of we we knew would be okay. like that. Yeah. So um, but yeah. Anyway, so this movie is the most recent movie I watched, and when I tell you, I had a fantastic, you know, I had a fantastic time watching this movie, and this is Godzilla minus one. Man. So yeah, if pe- people know me, like they know I like Godzilla. I'm I'm a big kaiju fan. Uh, and this movie I was excited for because I I love the old black and white Godzilla. Like I love the guy in the costume. My wife gets so mad at me when I put those movies on. Like she will walk into the room and see a Godzilla movie, and she's like, "No, turn it off right now, turn it off." And so I, I love those movies. Legendary, you know, they 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 doing anything with the Godzilla that's out now, the 2014 Godzilla and that kind of universe that got built over there. Um, but for me, the Japanese Godzilla is the superior one. In my opinion, in the minus one Godzilla, the story in this, it was fantastic. Like with the legendary movies, I don't they the humans are cool and all. Like I definitely prefer to see more Godzilla, but like with the Japanese Godzilla, the humans are just like top tier. And in this one, we were following basically a pilot who was supposed to be a suicide bomber, basically. And this it takes place in World War II. He was a kamikaze a kamikaze pilot. And so, like, he gets afraid, and he's like, I don't want to die, so I'm not going to do this. So, like, he, like, takes his plane, flies to some island, and, um, you know, he pretends like his plane is hurt or whatever, and and so he's just hanging out there. So we actually see Godzilla, and the movie kind of starts off, you see Godzilla small, and, like, this Godzilla, you know, Godzilla, he has a lot of destruction, but he doesn't, like, individually, you know, kills people. This Godzilla was individually grabbing people with his mouth, eating people, stepping on people on purpose. And so we see him kind of small, no bigger than like a house. Throughout the movie, we see him get bigger. And when I tell you the size of this Godzilla and the way he uses his atomic breath, I've never seen a Godzilla with atomic breath like he did. The scene was just so amazing, man. The CGI was also really good. Um, This Godzilla is also scary because like, this Godzilla can regenerate. You see him like lose like a big portion of his mouth and he mm-hmm. regenerates. And so you're like, how can they even kill this Godzilla? Um, by the end of the movie, though, you will you will be crying. You will be uh, 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 happy to see that, you know, how it ends with Godzilla and how you figure this out. The end credit, the last scene is like, oh, so they're building like a whole little thing here. Um, the I'm just telling like this, this movie was this was just a very special movie. Um, and I definitely recommend this to a lot of people. Um, and as of this recording, I saw like, so like this movie didn't get a big theatrical release here in the U S so I just saw today that they, um, actually put it in 2,500 more theaters. Yeah. Next time too. Cause like, it's just been doing amazing. And they're also talking about putting this movie in the Oscars Emmys Oscars movie, right? Oscars is movies. Oscars. Yeah. Yeah. So this movie potentially is going to be, uh, uh, going up for an Oscar right now. Um, definitely see that yeah i don't know which category is yet but i'm telling you if you get a chance to um also this movie is in japanese so you have to read so y'all niggas out there who can't read y'all might be out of luck (laughs) um but yeah it's it's man it's it's really good um i'll tell you right now as of this recording the critic scores are 97 and the audience scores are 98 
yeah. so it's been a big deal. And if you haven't heard about this, Godzilla minus one, like you're missing out. I've heard a ton about it, and honestly, I've thought about. It. I've looked up like theater times to go go watch yeah. it. Like I'm, I'm probably gonna go see it just because. Yeah, like I heard the hype initially, then it kind of you know obviously started in Japan. Then it kind of came even more over here. You start hearing more and more just because Godzilla is really on top of mind right now. With yeah, all the, the it's the uh, the seven seventieth anniversary of Godzilla, so mm, that's Godzilla. why that's why we've been getting a lot more Godzilla. So like for example, the Godzilla versus uh, Justice League, which me yeah. and Brandon discussed in our uh, uh, comic book council meeting. So that's the reason that came about. The reason this new movie came about. The reason why we recently saw the new trailer for Kong versus Godzilla come about. Like so, God, this is the seventh anniversary of Godzilla, so that's why we're seeing like a lot that more Godzilla sense. stuff. Okay, yeah, I'm gonna definitely go check it out. Yeah, I can't wait for this one to be put on streaming though. I'm I'm definitely going to watch it again. So, mm. uh, Brandon, you got any other movies? Uh, I was gonna say Cross the Spider Verse, but lastly, I'll say. So you, last year I talked about Last Kingdom, right? It was a Vikings show on Netflix, five seasons, really, really good. Well, this year they basically to end the series they put out a a, a whole movie. Um, it was about it's like hour hour and a half. Uh, it's called Last Kingdom: Seven Kings Must Die, and man, it's amazing, bro. Like top tier. Um, really pays homage to the show, but also you can tell it kind of enhanced because it's a, it's a movie. It's kind of contained. It's a really good show. Y'all know I love Viking stuff, anything like that. And it's a really good and low key. Like I like, I got emotional at the end, like just the way it ends and stuff from my boy Uhtred who started from the bottom, ended up at the top and kind of ended. We all know how Vikings show, like what their goal is about Hala and things of that nature. So this just the way it ended was so satisfying because uh, Uche goes through a lot through the five seasons. And I mean, yeah, you kind of need to watch the five seasons to understand things. But if you watched it by yourself, I think you would still enjoy The Last Kingdom, Seven Kings Must Die. So uh, that's definitely one of the best movies I saw this year. What do you think the uh, critic and audience score is? I don't know if people tapped in, man. I don't know if you tapped in. So I'm nervous, a, huh? I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go low 80s. For which one? I'm gonna go. Low, I'm gonna go low 80s for critics, audience. I, I'll go low 80s for both. So the critic score is a 82, and the audience score is a 71. What? See, that's odd. Yeah, that's a that's a tough one. It sucks when it's like something you really enjoyed. But, you know, we honestly, we like to do Rotten Tomatoes, but we don't necessarily care about the score. But I yeah. want to say it's a little disappointing when something you really like gets a little lower score than you thought it should get. That's wild, bro, because the, sh- the movie's amazing. It had a great premise. Like, he goes on a whole journey, and he has to fulfill it. Uh, it's, it's really good, man. So, And I'm sure there's probably some people who are like, oh, yeah, this is a new Viking movie. I'm going to check it out. Not knowing it's tied to five other seasons. And then they're probably like, who the hell is these characters? You know what I mean? They don't do a ton of introduction in it because they kind of expect you to watch the, watch t- the TV show. Yeah, so that might be a part of it. Okay. Uh, Spencer, you got any other movies you checked out? There's, I did. You know, some of your favorites? What you got? Um, I enjoyed The Equalizer 3. Mm. Uh, I know, I feel like a lot of people didn't get the chance to see it, but um, 
It was pretty good. I would say it wasn't quite as good as the first one, but it's definitely better than the second one. Um, it takes place in Italy, and um, we see we see Robert almost die, mm. and we also see Robert find peace and find happiness. And I I like the way it ended. I like that it ended. Like we like he he's good. Like we don't we don't need to do a bunch of right. extra. Like he he's good. He is retired. He has found a village of people that love him as he is. And that's another thing that I really liked is we didn't have to I know how things are, you know, in real life for black people, generally speaking. But we see him in a village where the people just see that he is a nice man and they take care of him. Mm-hmm. Like they just care about him as a person because they see that he is a good dude and they just accept him and i really like that like that discernment and that just level of hospitality and the fact that you know he didn't have to go through any turmoil being there he didn't have to deal with any mess from like the local townspeople like he just became a regular and they were just happy to see him and mm. then whenever some shit went down, he took care of it. Right. Uh, Violently. Because, yes. Uh, there were some... And he tried to be diplomatic about it. I mean, as Robert McCall does, he definitely, you know, saw somebody, uh, you know, being abused by the gangs. And he was like, hey, please leave. You can do your shit anywhere else on Earth. <laughs> just not here. Right. And of course, they didn't listen, so he had to fuck them up. <laughs> and we also see, you know, uh, in this movie, we know that Robert McCall has a soft spot for the kids, and it was a kid who almost killed him. Mm. So, yeah, we just, it was good. Uh, I i enjoyed it. I had a good time watching it. And, um, yeah, I mean, it's the equalizer, so, you know, it's just... A man with a particular set of skills, right. uh, who who tries to, he really tries to not do it. But we also see him uh kind of nepotism his friend's daughter into uh getting an office at her job. Nepo- nepotism is never good. I mean, it's not actually nepotism, but it's his friend's daughter working for the CIA, and so he basically just gives her, you know everything that she needs to solve the case so she gets an office. I like nepotism. Um, <laughs> I still need to... I still have never seen any of the Equalizer movies. I, I need to sit down you and watch You haven't seen any of them? No, I've never I seen say, I've seen. I've seen the first one. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a... It's a... It's not John Wick. I'll say that. Um, There, there are a few things that are different about it. Uh, I mean, Denzel does more acting than Keanu does, <laughs> obviously. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's a situation where uh, Denzel sees something bad happening and decides that he's going to have to step in. Spencer, because... his, Spencer, his name is Denzel, not Denzel. It's Denzel. I know Remember what I said. Denzel. Let's get this man's name right. Denzel is that true? Washington. It, yeah, it actually is like he, he didn't see the he interview. Has said that, yeah. No, I didn't know that. He did an interview and he told people, you know, people have been saying it wrong. It's not Denzel. It's like it's Denzel. 
I was like, bro, ain't nobody saying that. Yeah, ain't nobody saying that. It's it's Denzel. Yeah. (laughs) Trying to be different. I I know what I said. Uh, What do you think? And that's the thing, like, his, it's kind of like how I call him The Rock. Like, I understand his name is Dwayne Johnson. That's the name that his mother gave him. But I call him The Rock. Nah, that's The Rock. Denzel might be the name that his mother gave him, but his his stage name, his his name, uh, whenever I see him, is Denzel. Yeah. What do you think the uh, What do you think the scores are? I think the audience score is probably pretty high, so I'd say like ninety two. The critics, a man with a particular set of skills who isn't John Wick, they're probably going to go high seventies, low eighties. Man, you're pretty good. Uh, the critic score is 76, and then the audience score is 94. Huh, good. So, like, hit on yeah. Critics don't like political, uh, particular set of skills type movies. I don't know why. I mean, John Wick, obviously, but usually I mean, they don't. Because they're not good movies. They're just like... They're all the same, yeah. almost. Yeah, yeah it's like a lot there's, of action. Critics there's don't a usually formula. like... Yeah, because so, yeah, there's not a lot of story that you can put into a particular set of skills movie. Like it's yeah. a man who's collecting bodies for whatever reason. Speaking of which, there is one this year that came out that I really want to see. I got I, I'm pissed because I missed it when it came out and just haven't seen it. But it was that one movie where there's a guy during World War Two, white guy, and he's uh basically John Wicking like against the Nazis. And he's walking through Switzerland or somewhere, and I forgot the. Oh yeah, I don't know what movie you're talking about. I've not heard about that. Real man, it's I've heard a lot of great things about it. Uh, it's actually like when I looked up a lot of the like top movies of 2023. Yeah, it uh it was on there. Uh, but yeah, I'm I need to look it up. But uh, apparently, there's a basically same thing where he basically just goes through murdering Nazis. Um, but okay. Um, I don't, I don't have any more. Movie. I have a, I have an asterisk on a movie because when I first watched it, I really enjoyed it. But like, as I sat with the movie, it mm-hmm. quickly moved down into the other list that we will be talking about you know, on the next episode. Mm-hmm. Um, in that movie, I'll go into more detail then, but that movie is you people. Did you guys watch that one? No. So I'm trying to remember that one. That's the rom-com on, and I'm not a rom-com person at all. Um, but this movie I enjoyed it. I watched it, but that's the movie with uh uh hey, what's the dude from uh from Superbad? Uh Jonah Hill? Oh yeah, Jonah Hill and Eddie Murphy and Laura London. Oh yeah, nah. Yeah. So when I first watched it, I enjoyed it, but like a couple days later I sat back and like kind of thought about the movie again a little bit more and I was like, This movie wasn't actually all that I I did see that movie, and we can talk about it in the next episode of Dragon Ball Z. Yeah, um, yeah. That's a but that's it for movies for me. Y'all got any other movies y'all want to shout out that y'all enjoy? That's it for me. Sisu is the movie I was talking about, um, but no, I don't have any other honorable mention. Like this movie wasn't like top or anything, but it was good. Uh, honorable mention: Blue Beetle. Oh yeah, okay. Yeah, like, yeah, Blue Beetle is enjoyable. Like, yeah, it was. It I wasn't liked top. it. I got you. Yeah, I liked it. I had a good time. Uh, there were definitely things about it, very specifically, that I enjoyed. But you know, uh, solid seven. Yeah, mm-hmm. that was that was a definition of a seven, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah. But um, because yeah, there were yeah there were very specific things that I really liked about it. But it was 
you know, solid. Right. Okay. So now let's talk about TV shows. Uh, I will start us off with TV shows. Um, it should come as no surprise that we're going to talk about Gen V today. Uh, yep. Gen V is a spinoff of The Boys, and uh, they've done it again. I mean, it was just really good. The Boys, they, they know what they're doing over there. Honestly, when Seth Rogen gets his hands on something, it's kind of good. This facts. Because uh, he got his hands on the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. It was good. Yeah. He got his hands on the boys, and uh, it was kind of good. And Gen V was, I think it did the spinoff thing very well in that it was its own story, but it very much still existed in the larger universe, and they sprinkled in enough of that where we knew that it existed in the larger universe, and we saw, you know, not only Easter eggs, but like actual like stuff from the larger world. Mm -hmm. And along with that, it told a very compelling story the way that it ended. I was, I was only kind of ready, but I was not ready for the way it ended. And the fact that it made me feel feelings, let me know that they, they did something. Right. They, uh, they had something there because I was like, oh, oh no. What have you done? Yeah, well, definitely shooketh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, shooketh indeed. And now, like, I just, I can't, like, I don't want to wait for, the, the, like, come on with it. We we got yeah. to get this going. Like, right. I, I'm not trying to wait for the next season. Like, I need it. Yeah, <laughs> I would say the good thing is that, I mean, they just recently released a trailer for The Boys Season 4, and we know that that picks up a few days after the events of Gen V. Damn um, shame, I don't watch trailers. Uh, yeah, so we, and, and there was, um, we talked about it in our review, but there is a little bit of a character that I think is going to return, um, but I won't get into anything, but I think one of our, one of our theories I think might come true. Uh, just kind of based on the trailer. But yeah, I'm excited for season four of the boys to like continue this story for Gen V. Because what I've been doing, uh, normally I will, or at least this year, and maybe it's because of time, but like I've been kind of waiting for shows to come all the way out and then watch them. Uh, for this, uh, I'm going I'm to be there week to week. <laughs> and I need it immediately. Immediately. And this is a conversation that we talk about with TV shows all the time. Like, would you rather binge everything or watch week to week? I want to binge it. See, I'm a week to week. I'm debate. I'm both. Uh, it's tough because I, I like the week to week banter of like, uh, what are they going to do? The discussion. Sometimes it's more fun to be a part of that process. Whereas binging is cool, obviously getting through it. But also like, like Game of Thrones, for example, it was week to week. I didn't watch it when it was week to week. When I when I been straight through it, like I wish I would have had somebody that I did, thankfully, but I had people to talk to. But I wish I would have been there during the week to week, yeah, analysis of every. Because I'm gonna say you can throw out theories of what you think gonna happen, see if it yeah. actually come true, talk about it. Like I, I enjoy that part of it. Yeah. Well, I will be there for the boys. Yeah. Sure. But uh, I, I just wanted, I wanted all of it. 
Right. And so all of the other shows that we discussed today, I like just kind of waited and saw it all at once and was happy with that because I have to wait on nothing. I could just be like, oh, shit, and then keep going. Right. So, okay. uh, Jordan? Yeah, so I'm trying to think. Should I hop in my anime bag first or should I save that for later? Um, save, save, save the anime bag for later. Okay. That's fine. It, now, is it fair if I talk about a show that's not quite done yet, but I've been really enjoying it? It's twenty twenty two, so no, go ahead. Okay. Um, so I mean, I just talked about Godzilla and how this is the seventieth anniversary, and another project that came out of this Godzilla seventieth is Monarch. Uh Monarch is the uh newest Godzilla show on uh Apple. And this is basically following the events right after the 2014 Godzilla. Um, we know it as G-Day, the day Godzilla appeared. And this is, uh, the story has been fantastic. It's opening up the world more to the monsters that's in this universe. Um, we see a little bit more monsters. We also see Godzilla. Um, and we're basically following um, a woman who was a part of G-Day. And we got to see how it has been affecting her and where this has taken to her. Uh, she's been going all across the world. Um, as of like this recording, there's five episodes out. So I think there's might be three more left. I think it's eight episodes. Um, but it's been a really good series so far, and I've been really enjoying it. So yeah, another Godzilla project. I'm 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 getting we're getting spoiled right now with Godzilla. So yeah. So look, like, didn't have a really good cast. I can't remember. I I know I know the dude's name. Uh I got I got to look at the cast right quick because I I know the dude's name like I've seen him in other stuff but I cannot remember his name. It's actually called Monarch Legacy of Monsters. Um, what's the dude's name? Wyatt? No, that's not. I was gonna say Wyatt Russell. That's not him. Yeah, um, that's uh, that's that is one of Kurt Russell. Kurt Russell. Yeah, I was gonna say yeah. The legend. I was like, that's his son. Yeah. Oh, for real? Yeah, that's why people were like, he's playing the younger version. Oh, I did not know that. Yeah, that was a. Uh, what's my dude? Yeah, that's a that's a agent. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, what's U.S. agent? U- U.S. US agent. agent. Yeah, yeah. U.S. agent and uh, uh, Captain Falcon, Winter Soldier. Yep. Uh, I did not know that. That's crazy. Sure. Well, we'll be definitely seeing him again. In, uh, the Thunderbolts movie then. Uh, yep. Yeah. Well, yeah. The show. The show has been really good. Um. I'm blown away. I did not know that. That's kind of <laughs> like when I found out that uh, Bill Skysgård is related to uh, the other Skysgård from the Thor universe. Oh, like, yeah. I just recently found out like a month ago that that's father's son and the other brother uh, that we know him too. You know what I'm talking about? Alexander. Uh, yeah, Alexandra. You know you know who that is, Brandon? I, I think that's weird. Him. It's funny you say that because I feel like somebody explained it to me fairly recently and I was like, oh, oh, oh. Um, yeah, he, but now I'm getting mixed up. He, he's a dude from Tarzan. He played the Northman. Oh yeah, okay. I know Northman. And then, and then Bill Skarsgård was the villain in John Wick. Yeah, That's, okay. That I got the names wrong, but I knew it was Skarsgård. Yeah. yeah, yeah. They're all they're all they're all related. That's their son. And then there's also That's... another Skarsgård too. But I'm like, yo, how you got three famous kids? <laughs> you got the acting family, man. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Anyway. Monarch, really good see, uh, TV show. Definitely recommend people watch that one. What you got, Brian? I think we know where I'm starting. We, we tapping into the Star Wars universe. Ahsoka. Uh, 
Soka was one of the best shows of the year. Um, paid homage. It was one of those series that I think paid homage to the casuals and paid homage to the people. But then also, like, it's a very, like, Filoni didn't really give people much. Like, he was just like, hey, you either watch Rebels or you didn't. <laughs> or you watch Clone Wars or you didn't. You yeah. know what I mean? He didn't give you a ton to work with. And so, but for those that are caught up, it was just, it was beautiful. Obviously, it was beautiful to see Anakin again and uh, Sabine and, and um, all all the characters, man. It was just a, Balin, like Balin was a star, unfortunately, RIP to Ray Stevenson, but like he was a superstar of the, of the series. Um, but yeah, it was just, it was just a great show. Um, had a lot of fun with it. And Hera, she was great. Ghost and everything. So, um. Yeah, just a great show. I thought it hit on everything, and then obviously built out a universe. You know, we got to see the Grand Admiral uh, Thrawn, uh, Grand which Admiral was huge. Thrawn. Yeah, he's too so, much. Yeah, he really is. So that we kind of got our main villain for like the new, you know, universe moving forward. So great, great show. Not Andor, but great show. I mean, also. I mean, Brandon, you released it on Instagram. If you uh, you follow us on Instagram, uh, Dave Filoni got an upgrade. They did. He is now the chief creative officer at Lucasfilm. So not even just Star Wars, like all the other stuff they own. Um, but yeah, he'll mainly be worried about Star Wars. But yeah, so he's he got the he's in the kitchen, head chef. He gets to do whatever he wants, you know. So definitely excited to see what he does moving forward. That's all right. Okay, okay. Well, um, I, you know, we're talking about Disney Plus, so I can go ahead and uh, throw Loki in there. Mm, nice, nice. I did enjoy Loki. Um, I had a good time with it. It it was a slow burn. Mm-hmm. It it took us a minute before right. I started to be like, okay, okay, right, right. six episodes. Um, yeah, and they were long episodes. And it took a minute, but we got there. Um I did walk away with questions. Mm-hmm. Because time travel is nonsense. But that's okay. I still enjoyed what I got. Um we got to see um you know Loki kind of fulfill what he wanted. It was round it wasn't quite what he had in mind. But right. uh, he did accomplish his goals. Um, so you know, I it's made me wonder where we're gonna go from here. Um, as I said before, uh, Jonathan Majors as He Who Remains was just so good. Yeah. Uh, you know, Victor Timely, cool. He was uh, you know, mm. that he was acting. But overacting, uh, yeah, yeah, but uh, yeah, the the he who remains was was yes, was so good, yeah. Um, OB loved OB, oh, yeah, oh, he was great. Uh, I I loved uh, Mobius, like, I, I mean, everybody, I, I just enjoyed, I enjoyed the characters, I enjoyed the dialogue, I enjoyed their time together, yeah. um, the discussions that were had and everything, so yeah, and again, the uh, the What's going to happen in the future? Um, how is this going to impact the MCU? Because it doesn't 
like we we saw the first season of Loki, but it doesn't. Did it feel like the first season of Loki affected anything that came behind it? No, not at all. Not really. It it feels like the first season of Loki just happened in a vacuum. And so I am hopeful that that is not the case here because there are a lot of things the MCU is doing and has done that we will hopefully see fruit from. And I'm going to try to continue to let them cook because... As we have said, with the post-endgame phases, it has not been all good. But you know, I'm 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 trying to give them grace and give them time to uh, see how the finish line is looking. But yeah. I know that that's in question as well, just because they need to decide who's gonna be there. Yeah. But, uh, uh, but you know, Loki itself, even if it does exist in a vacuum, I still enjoyed it. Uh, but I do hope that we are able to see how Loki will affect the larger universe. Because whenever we saw the first season, that's a part of what made it really good is like, oh shit, how is this going to impact everything? Yeah. And it kind of didn't. Yeah, yeah. disappointing. So I'm, I'm hopeful that that is not the case here. I'm, like, I'm I'm hopeful that this is not just setting up for season three. Like, hopefully that there's actually some like based on how it ended. I'm like, y- you can't not have ramifications. But yeah, we'll see. I'm I'm gonna miss the Loki universe, uh, just the TVA and all that stuff. It's gonna be, you know, and then the like you said, the the cast was amazing. So I mean. I don't think there's going to be a Loki season three, but I mean, I think obviously, hopefully, like you said, we'll get ramifications where some of these people will show up, some other series or something. Uh, that'd be cool. But yeah, I'll, I'll miss the the cast dynamic and the dialogue. That's one of the few MCU movies we've seen or, or I guess content we've seen where it was like more heavy dialogue, which is really yeah. cool. So I think if anybody, we should definitely see Mobius. Uh, pop up in the movies. Like I feel like he would be the one character that we would see. Yeah, I want to see Mobius or Ob. I don't know how Ob would get involved, but yeah, that'd be good. Yeah. Um. Okay. Uh, I think I honestly believe in my heart that this is the best show that released in 2023. Um, and that's The Last of Us. What an amazing show! And for someone who didn't play the game. All of this was brand new to me. And when I tell you, I enjoyed every single episode. There was no miss on no on any episode. Some of the best episodes on TV, which I think this this show, I believe, is going to win a lot of awards. Um, but more in particular, I think episode three, dealing with Bill and Frank, and episode four, probably dealing with the brothers. I think they this show is by far the best show in 2023, hands down. Um, they recently announced that, unfortunately, season two is coming in 2025. So we got to wait, you know, two whole years. Um, well, it depends on if it's like winter 2025. That'd be two years. But anyway, I, I'm I'm super sad it's not next year because I'm looking forward to getting back into this universe to the point where I recently picked up a PlayStation uh, five and I might actually pick up both of these games so I can play the story. Um, Pedro Pascal, we know he has been 
everywhere this year. And I think this is his best role that he's had. I might say his career. I might honestly say his career. Um, Mandalorian's up there. But no, I agree. This was act, acting wise, acting wise, this is because in Mandalorian, I mean, what 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 real acting is, is he doing in Mandalorian? He's just a he's a gunslinger, right? I mean, kind of, but I mean, his relationship with um, little man, you know, Grogu, father son dynamic. His relationship with Grogu versus his relationship with Ellie, bro, that's night and day. And, and hey, you can't, you cannot compare Ellie to Grogu. Ellie is the Grogu ten times better. Um, I'm gonna stand behind what I said. I think this is Pedro's best performance in anything he's ever done. Um, and yeah, the show was amazing. And I think did we did we review the show? I can't remember. Yes. Okay. For sure we did. Okay. I said I didn't I didn't watch it, so if if it well I was not a part of that. Spencer, I'm wait, telling you, you didn't watch it? I did not. There are too many shows. So wait, did we review this then? I swore we watched this. I could have swore we did. Uh if we did, I didn't. Man, I have to go back and see who was on the episode with us then. Spencer, man, you you have to go back and see this show. This show is amazing. And I'm telling you, it's gonna clean yes. up at whatever award show is gonna be in. Emmys or TV. Okay. They should then, clean up the Emmys. Golden Globes, I think, just do whatever they want. Emmys, uh, I want to say, I've only seen one thing, but supporting actor, Emmys, it's only like five people who are, you know, candidates, and Last of Us had four of them. They uh, have four of the nominees? Four of the five. The two. Jeez, that's crazy. The two from the episode. Um, oh, the Bill and Frank episode? Bill and Frank, and then the two brothers. Oh, for oh, that's crazy! I I didn't even know that. I swear yeah. I didn't even know that. Yeah, okay. yeah that and makes I forgot. Sense, the last person was like from Succession or somebody, but okay, yeah, that makes sense. I mean, in the in the Deaf Brother, uh, he's going places. Yeah, no, he's yeah, he was one of the nominees. Yeah, he's young. He's gonna kill it. Yeah, um, but yeah, that's my show, man. The Last of Us can't can't wait for season two. Huh? Okay. Um, I have. A few shows. Um, I will say I started. Uh, I'll talk about the bear. The bear. I keep hearing about that. It's a really good show, man. And it's some people don't like it because it's a little slow. It's not like one of those like slapstick comedy, you know, joke every ten seconds type of shows. It's more a little slower, and it's really like dedicated to like true, like being a chef, owning a restaurant, like the little like day-to-day monotonous part of it all. They really dig into that. And so, but no, the cast is star-studded. It's amazing. Some of my favorite actors are in that, on that cast. Um, And yeah, it's just really fun. Like it's a, it's a good show. Like it deals with some, it like really digs into like side characters and their lives. And, you know, some of the characters, this is one dude who, black dude who comes in and he's the baker he just makes the cakes and makes the bread and all that stuff but then they have episodes that dig into his life and the stuff he's going through it's really good man so the bear uh really really good show um it has a lot of hype i mean some people don't think it lives up to it i think it does but i would suggest people to check it out yeah i i, I only hear good things about that show um yeah. but brandon I'm be honest with you, man. I uh, I think the show came out in 2022. Oh well, season two. Oh, season two. Oh, okay. yeah. I, I, I meant to specify that. Yeah. 
Okay. Okay. Uh, so a show that I have enjoyed ever since it came out and wasn't sure if I would have time to get back into, and I actually didn't even realize that the third season of it came out, is The Morning Show. The Morning mm. Show is on Apple TV, and yeah. it, you know, follows the lives of people who work for the number one news station in all the land. And um, in this season, they bring in John Hamm, and uh, he he shakes things up a little bit. Mm. And there's a guy who in the earlier seasons isn't, but then becomes the CEO, and his whole thing is that he remains pretty calm he will make a joke in a stressful situation he you know keeps his cool and you know all that uh this season gets to him mm. there's a he we're starting to see him uh you know lash out a little bit because it's there's some wild shit going on and yeah it's uh we see him lose his cool, which is very out of the ordinary. Um, and it's it's one of those shows where, you know, nobody's perfect. Um, right. you know, everybody not, not necessarily does something shady, but like does something that is morally questionable, depending on who you ask. And so, yeah, there's there's some gray in the show. And it's like, who do you root for? Because, right. uh, you know, this person did this thing, and I may agree with them, but it may have been against the law. Or I may not agree with them, or, you know, you know, whatever. So, and uh, because it's, you know, a show about news coverage, like, they, like, everything's on the table. Right. Like, they had like you know the january 6th thing like they yeah. already talked about that oh yeah like they had one of the people in the show was there at the riot damn like so they they had like the riot happening in the show uh they, they talk about putin uh yeah like whatever's going on they uh you know when covid happened they did a whole thing about that um yeah it's uh whatever's going on yeah they're gonna talk about it i've heard good things i've i've heard some some people like literally got apple or got it or kept apple t apple uh, tv because of i i said uh ted lasso and the morning show were the reason i was like nah i'm gonna need apple tv ted lasso is next on my list after i finish uh the show i'm currently watching on apple because i recently just got apple See, I, I don't have Apple, but people keep telling me I would like Ted Lasso. Yeah, Ted Lasso's good. Yeah. Um, it's funny that we're talking about Apple because my next show is actually on Apple as well. Um, and this uh, the show is called Hijack, and this is the show with Idris Elba. Did you see this one, Spencer? No, uh, but I saw Idrissa was in a show on a plane, and I was like, ah, I'm going to need to... Yeah. It, yeah, like, it, that's it's on my list. And whenever... Whenever we're done here, I'm gonna have a question for everyone. So, okay. Yeah. Um. So yeah, this show was the first show. As soon as we got Apple from a friend, um, we were going to watch Severance first, and then Ted Lasso. Um. But then we saw the preview for this, and I was like, Oh, this looks interesting. 
Uh, I think it was only eight episodes. I was like, we can knock this out before this. And, hey, man, I was not expecting to be, like, on the edge of my seat wondering what's going to happen. Uh, so the premise of the show is Idris Elba's character, uh, he is on a plane that happens to get hijacked by a group of uh, by a group of people. And basically they have their the flight total is six hours. So they have six hours to basically uh, for Idrisel basically to figure out, you know, how to get this plane safely, how to deal with the hijackers. Um, he just wants to make it back home to his family. So the movie, the, the show is eight episodes. I think it might be seven, seven or eight episodes. Um, but it's really good. We had a really good time with, the, with this show. Um and yeah, man, it was it was a really great time. Great time, great thriller. It was a good thriller to start with Apple, and I was highly impressed with uh with what Apple did with that one. So, uh, yeah, yeah, that's that's my TV show. I've heard good things about. It. I've heard like you go to Apple if you want to watch like a very grown up, like very you know what I mean, top tier television. It's a lot of sci fi on there. I noticed. Yeah, for and, real? I'm into, and I'm into sci-fi, so like I I have five shows on my list right now that I need to check out. What's up? And it's got some good kid stuff too, because there's a there's a book that my son has called uh, Pretzel and His Pups. Mm-hmm. And it's it's a show about Winnie dogs, and yeah. uh, or it's a book about Winnie dogs, and then there's a show on Apple TV of them, and so that's oh I hadn't even looked at kid stuff. I need to. I've just been looking at all the sci-fi stuff. <laughs> yeah, that's 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 one of our uh that's one of our shows is Pretzel and his pups. They live in huh? Montgomery. Oh man. <laughs> Montgomery, huh? Montgomery. It's a couple couple brown that. dogs, that's yeah. The dogs are brown. Oh man, this is we might need to look at the show a little bit closer. That's Their funny. names all start with P's, not Ns, so it's fine. Oh man. That's fine. Um yeah, I mean, I have a few here that I'll hit on. Speaking of shows that are from books, that kids' shows, I'll hit on these real quick. Um, Netflix, um, Hilda. Banger, oh, yeah, my kids, are, my kids are watching that right now, actually. Bruh, banger. That shit just hits, bro. It, it gives you sort of a Gravity Falls type of vibe, but just, man. And they have, like, movies on there, too, but they have, like, the series. I think there's a new season on it. Now, but like the animation is very clean and very simple, but like the voice acting is amazing. The stories are, are really good. Um, they dig into stuff, and it's like, and it's a, it's. I think it's really good for kids because it's like the girl has a lot of imagination. It's a lot of stuff going on, you know what I mean? Yeah. And she's kind of fighting. She wants to live in a in the wilderness where you know naturally, but then she's also having to assimilate to living in the city and things of that nature. Um, but yeah, Hilda top tier. Um, yeah, once my, my oldest has been watching that uh show, I haven't really sat down and watched it with her, but I, it's, I've been sitting on the TV. Yeah, it's it's pretty good, man. It really is. Um, another one, my dad, the bounty hunter. My daughter oh, watched that, yeah, I know that one, yeah, I've seen 95 that times, <laughs> and yeah, it's it's really good. Um, it's funny, it has some good voice actors in it, the animation is pretty solid too. Um, but no, it's it's pretty funny, and um, yeah. Lastly, uh, you know, I, I have a weird thing about like franchises. Like, if I see there's a franchise, I low key am like, all right, I got to get involved. I have to be. I don't like not knowing stuff. So like the Godzilla stuff. Like I've been tapping into Godzilla. I've been watching 
2014, Skull Island, and, yeah. you know, the Godzilla versus Kong I recently watched. Well, recently I was like, all right, I like Star Wars. I've heard about Star Trek. Let me, I'm not about to, no, that's a long list of stuff I got to dig yeah. into. Yeah. But I was like, is there anything recent that I think is good? I ain't going to lie. The reason I got into it, because there was this black woman that's fine as hell that's on this Star Trek. To it for the wrong reasons. I mean, I was like, hmm. I was like, oh, okay. She, like, okay. And then I recently uh, tapped into Star Trek uh, Strange New Worlds. It came out in 2022, or season two came out this year. And, man, it's hilarious. It's really good. Like, it's really good. Um, the CGI and all that stuff is really good. It pays homage to the old stuff, which I kind of like. Like, I like franchises that kind of pay homage to their stuff, even if you don't know. I'd rather it pay homage and me find out afterwards. But, like, yeah, Star Trek Strange New Worlds has been really good. Uh, I'm also watching the Star Trek animated series. That's, uh, that's pretty good, too. It's pretty funny. It's like Lower Deck. Um, Star Trek Lower Deck is hilarious. Uh, kind of Rick and Morty, but like in the start in the Star Trek universe. Yeah, uh, and it's kind of like talking about the people who aren't the star of the show. They're kind of like working on the working on the ships and all that stuff. It's pretty funny. Um, but yeah, Star Trek. I'm getting into it. It's it's fun uh, to like you know see what what this universe is, how different it is from Star Wars and things of that nature. So. Uh yeah, Star Trek, Strange New Worlds, pretty good so far. Okay. Spencer, you got any other shows? Uh no. Uh there are too many shows. Gotcha. Like so um, I've I've been catching up on some twenty twenty two shit. Oh yeah, you a little behind, huh? Um, too many shows. I guess and I'll, I'll... there's some shows I watched that weren't good that we will talk about <laughs> in the next episode of Dragon Ball Z. Great. I'll quickly hit some of these anime ones. Um, Please, this is actually you know, this dude. Don't don't do that. Uh, this first one. I mean, me and Spencer literally talked about it today. Um, but My Hero Academia season six uh, dropped this year. A banger. This was a banger. Um, Shigaraki is all time his uh, all time high right now, and I know Spencer's not done with it, so I won't spoil anything. Man, but this uh, is a problem. Yeah, Shigaraki is a huge problem, and the heroes in this universe will soon find out how big of a problem he is. So yeah, enjoyed that season a lot. Um, new show called Hell's Paradise. Um, I've told people before, I'm a huge uh, fighting anime fan. So if you can draw me in with big fights, big battles, and then also you give me a good world, um, you got me hooked. And this show also gave me that. Um, Hell's Paradise is... it's. It was a, a really great time. I enjoyed season one a lot. Um, I may start reading this. Uh, I'm still, I've still been debating on reading it, but uh, we'll see how that goes. And then the last show is called Pluto. Um, and this one is actually on Netflix. And this is outside of something that I would normally watch. Um, but this is like a, almost like a detective type anime. Uh, it's kind of combined the uh, Astro Boy concept um like they they definitely pull a lot from astro boy um but this one was really good to kind of check out and i definitely recommend to people who kind of enjoy like a detective slash uh uh almost shonen but not really shonen but more of like detective style anime um and that one is pluto so yeah those are the three anime that i want to shout out okay. so before we jump into everything else 
what is one movie that you wish you had seen? Oh, I have a whole list. So that's the, I'm going to get, that's my whole other one. I got a whole list for that. Okay. So I'm going to say That's a good question. I mean, Oppenheimer, um, there's quite a few. Like all the like big blockbuster movies, blockbuster, all the big like, you know, Everybody oh. talked about it every day. I really didn't watch most of those. Barbie? Nobody, nobody didn't, messed with Barbie? Didn't I see absolutely Barbie. watched Barbie. True. Oh. And yeah, uh, I, I enjoyed Barbie. it. I, I thought it was good. Uh, it wasn't, like, again, solid, but uh, not worth me saying it was one of the best movies of the year. But I enjoyed it. It was a good time. It uh, was very woke, and I had no issues with that. But I know a lot of people who will. I wonder if white women love Barbie more or the Taylor Swift movie. Taylor Swift, I think. I'll say that's a good question. Um, no, I don't know. That I think I think it's a really good question. Yeah. They were saying that Barbie was the was the white women's Black Panther. They were saying <laughs> that. I wasn't hearing that about Taylor Swift, but I know a lot of people. Uh, really go see I feel Taylor like Swift. Taylor Swift kind of can hit your more conservative woman and your more liberal, where. Barbie was specifically for a certain type of woman. I don't know, man. I've seen all kind of demographics of white women going to go see Barbie. I mean, I mean yeah, demographics women in general, but yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh yeah, definitely Oppenheimer. Um I just it again, there there's too many there's too many things. Um I feel like did Expendables 4 come out this year? Bro, I mean, I, last Expendables I watched was 2. I didn't even know 4 was I out think there. you're right. And so I think it was this year. And that's the thing. Like, I, that's just one of those, like, bullshit violent movies that I'm going to watch because it's bullshit violence. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm I, I love Expendables. I'm not there for yeah. acting. But I'm, I'm there for, uh, yeah, the, the ridiculousness about it. But Oh, my when, God. This movie did terrible. I just literally. Expendables just, did? Yeah, I literally just Googled it because I was trying to see what, when it come out. The Rotten Tomatoes say 14. Ooh. But yeah, also not surprised. Man of particular skills, like we talked about. And like a, a just a group of dudes who are yeah. killers. Like but the audience is, is 71%. That's pretty impressive. That's yeah, Expendables. Yeah, it's tomfoolery, but they lean into it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, one movie I did want to see, The Iron Claw. Uh, I'm going to go see that. I'm going to see that pretty soon. Uh, about the Von Eric family, professional wrestling. Actually, MJF is in the movie. Oh. Uh, Bro, yeah. I have no idea what any of the words you literally just said. Yo, you're what, fine. You'll catch what you, it. What did you say? STD? What did you say? MJ, <laughs> MJF. I've talked about MJF numerous times. What is that? Uh, Maxwell Jacob Freeman. Right. Better than you. you know three. It. I've never heard those three words spoken out of your mouth before. That's just not true. Yeah, you're not a listener then. Uh, that exposes you. Um, <laughs> but, but uh, yeah, the Iron Claw, Von Eric family, tragic story where like there was like four brothers who were killing it in the wrestling. They grew up in Texas. Basically, it was like as popular as Ric Flair, as popular as Dusty Rhodes, as popular as all those people. And unfortunately, throughout the years, uh, the brothers committed suicide for different reasons or. Um, one of them died and then the others kind of committed suicide and there's only one brother left um, even to this day so 
it's a really I think it's gonna be a really good one. I meant to watch it and I'll I'll definitely go see it pretty soon. Um but yeah. Okay. Okay. One movie that I kinda wish I had seen was the new uh Mission Impossible. Mm, yeah. But also I'm not caught up on Mission Impossible. Yeah, so, yeah. I feel the same like I, I jumped I in like, a random one. Is I know I, I would need to go back and watch them all. Yeah, like I'd, I'd have to do homework uh, for it to make sense. And who has the time? People yeah. with our kids. Uh, really? Um, are there any shows uh, that you wish you had watched? Or I mean, that let, you, I mean, will go back and watch? Just haven't yeah. watched yet. Let's say that. Uh, like I mentioned. Uh, Sisu is one I'm gonna go back and watch. Oh, actually, no, that's late 2022. Um, I want to say, trying to think if there are any. Pretty much watched all superhero movies. Um, because one one show that I uh definitely plan on going back to watch is uh the newest season of Castlevania. Oh yeah, I've been mm. seeing people talking about that. Yeah, that and uh, Blue-Eyed Samurai. That's what I was going to say. That's that's yeah. on my list, too. I've been here yeah. all about that. I, I started it. Them damn episodes is an hour long. I was like, yeah, hang on. I got I to gotta sit down for this one. I thought it was going to be like 30 <laughs> minutes, but no, nah, it was like 8, 12 fucking autumn episodes. So, yeah, I'm going to have to uh, I'm, I'm gonna have to catch both of those. Yeah, most of, my, most of mine is um, anime-related. Um, like I need to finish Skull Island, the anime on uh, Netflix. I need to finish that one. Uh, Blue Eyes Samurai, uh, My Demon on Netflix. Like it, there's some, there's a lot of mine's shows are or anime related that I just haven't had time to get to. Yeah, I I don't know how the fuck I forgot. My bad. Uh, My Adventures with Superman should have been on my top TV shows of the year list. Um, yeah, there's. I was trying to think like the Monarch show that. Um, Jordan talked about. Um, there's, yeah, it's it's just so much out there, man. Like, yeah, there's some animated shows that I'm like, oh, it looks interesting. There's a new South Park special that I still haven't got to watch yet. Don't need to. Hmm. Scavengers Rain. I've heard good things about. So I don't know. On Max, let's say HBO Max. Um. Yeah, it's just so much. Got to catch up on. Okay. Okay. So, um, what other things uh came out that you thought were good in Year of Our Lord two thousand and twenty three? Uh, so we've talked about movies. We've talked about TV shows. Uh, any other things? Uh, comic books regular books uh video games uh any anything that's you know not in the not exactly a movie or a tv show that you enjoyed uh jordan yeah so kind of like i talked about like my third category was stuff that i missed um i wonder if i should have just mentioned them a while ago but um i'll do it anyway stuff that i missed i really wanted to watch the teen wolf movie because uh, I was a huge Teen Wolf fan of the MTV show uh, that was coming on TV, and then that uh, after is it surprising. ended, 
Dude, I was big into Teen Wolf when it was on MTV. I mean, just as toxic it as makes you no were sense. back then, I'm no. really surprised that you liked, like, I would have made fun of you for Teen Wolf. Yeah, hey, man. Tell me your age. Uh, hey, man. I, I was all behind Teen Wolf, man. And then they released the movie, like, 10 years later. Um, and I meant to check it out. It was exclusively on Peacock. And at that time, I didn't have Peacock. So that's why I didn't watch it. And then now that I have Peacock, I haven't even thought about it. Um so that's one of the ones that I need to go back and watch. But yeah, that's my first one. Okay. Brandon? Um, it's a comic book that I'm actually reading now, but I'm majority done and it's one of the best I've I've read is the uh, Supergirl comic book, Woman of Tomorrow. Tom King is actually what James Gunn is basing his Supergirl movie off of. Um, it's so good, man. Like, it's just it's a totally different perspective of Supergirl, uh, where Carl Zorrell is like, she's funny, she's like, <laughs> she don't got her shit together, you know what I mean? Where in the in the Supergirl show, like in, in CW, like it was she was kind of like the, you know, Captain America of superheroes, right? She did everything right. She was trying to be where this one is like she drinks, she <laughs> you know what I mean? She's just you know. She's human. Just yeah, she's like um it's I think she perfect. ends up on a yeah, she's not perfect. She ends up on a desolate uh planet and just trying to figure things out. Like she's not a perfect superhero at all. She's like the opposite of Superman. So yeah, it's just really good. The art is really beautiful. Um honestly, like I've actually tried to draw some of the pictures. Like it's it's really good stuff. Um I really enjoyed it. Tom King is not the easiest person to read. Uh, he actually was, he used to be like a CIA agent yeah. back in the day that ended up writing comics. So he's written some of the greatest Batman stories ever. His stuff is not easy to read, but I feel like in this one, he kind of opens up and is more like funny. He doesn't have to do like the whole detective Batman stuff to try to make stuff complicated just to, you know, suffice Batman fans where this one, he can just kind of open up and have a good time. And yeah, it's a great comic book. I kind of read it. Because I was like, uh, you know, I want to see what, you know, James Gunn's going to do. But I've truly enjoyed it. I'm almost, almost done. So, now, Brandon, that one. now, this, this is a strike for you now. What? This came out in 2022, man. No way. You just late to the game. What? I wonder if it came out late. Did it come out early? Uh, July. Uh, okay. Well, actually, the gra- when did the graphic novel come out? I mean, does it matter when the graphic now come out? That's like saying the movie came out in, you know, in I mean, October, but the month. Blu-ray came out in fucking February. I mean, it came out once a episode, but no, that that is true. Okay. The other one I did have, though, did come out this year with Transformers. Um, and it's all, it's been great so far. I think what we're four, yeah, I think four it's issues four, in. Four, yeah, I think it's four right now, yeah. Yeah, and I'm reading it, man. It's so good. It, like, um, He's doing the um, author doing a great job of like just the visuals. One of my favorite artists, uh, Daniel Warren Johnson, his yeah. name right? Yeah. Um, and he actually like low key makes you terrified of Decepticons. Like it was one where this fighter, <laughs> this uh, fighter jet pilot is like chasing what's my dude's name? Um, Starscream. Starscream chasing Aww, Starscream. Her. Yeah, he's thinking Starscream is like just a regular ass jet. 
and then you you see the chur, 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 you know what I mean? Yeah. And then he turns around and like Starscream is like smiling because he knows like, oh yeah, I'm about to fuck this dude up. Yeah, and then I got him now. <laughs> the the pilot's like, oh shit. And so the pilot hits eject. It's two pilots in there. They hit eject. They're like, all right, we're good. And they start, then they end up floating away. And then you see a panel of Starscream like face to face with them. Obviously, Starscream is like 30 times bigger than them. And he's like, hi. And the next thing you know, you see Starscream just smash him. Like you just see blood. And it's just like, you wouldn't see that in anything else Transformers related. Like that would yeah. never happen. No, yeah, you're and right. So like it was just like, oh shit, like this niggas is catching bodies. You know what I mean? <laughs> and like that never was the case. And like there's been that's happened a few times in this comic book run. We're only four uh four issues in. So and just Transformers in general, sometime again, like I said, like I read one that was strictly about the beast uh Transformers and it was very kitty and it was the, the art was kind of trash. Where in this one it's like very you know, it it's for grown-ups. Yeah. yeah. He respects the universe. So, those are my two. Okay. Okay. I um, watched a couple of stand-ups this year. So, I'm going to use that as my other. Uh, cool. The first one I want to talk about is Shane Gillis. Um, one of my favorites. Dude's hilarious. Like, <laughs> Jordan... <sighs> I think you would like him, but then also I don't know. Nah, he don't even look uh, just by the picture. He don't even look like he gonna. I like dark comedy. Y'all know I like dark comedy. That this, he's the, dark yeah. as he gets. Oh, is he yeah. dark? Oh, okay, okay. Like, he he will. He is not worried about getting canceled. I'll say that at all. Like he at will all. let that thing fly. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> it's great. Like he's the one who told the joke about uh, Alabama, not allowing black players until the 70s yeah but how football trumps racism yeah that was a good joke yeah because yeah. you're just like uh you know we keep losing it's like that th- th- those those black kids they uh they can run a four <laughs> three we, we won state allowing those right. black kids those are my brothers <laughs> exactly <laughs> he talked about how like trans women should just form a football team so they could, you know what I mean? <laughs> He's like, you go 12 and 0 and beat Alabama, ain't nobody give a damn what. Yeah, yeah that's right. <laughs> <laughs> he uh, talked about uh, he toured uh, George Washington's home and how yeah. it was rough. Yeah. He, uh, he talks about how he can pass for somebody with Down syndrome. Yeah. He said yeah, that whenever, okay. yeah, like whenever he was wearing a mask, uh, they were, you know, weren't they weren't sure. Yeah. <laughs> he said he took advantage of it. Yeah. Uh so yeah, that was uh it was it was funny. And he's he's funny. Like anytime I see clips of him, I will sit and watch it. Yeah, I send those clips off consistently. Because yeah. I, I love him because he was in the military. He played football as a kid, but he was in the military. He's huge on history. Um but he's also like, and I think that's what he usually references history, like you said, with the George Washington thing. You know, like I see some interviews, like they'll ask him, he knows like military leaders and stuff. So that's really cool. I like that. But like you said, he does not care about being canceled. He'll talk about anything, anybody. Um, but it also has a point to it. He isn't just saying like, wow, shit, just to say it. You know what I'm saying? And this thing, um, if you're going to say cancel worthy shit, be funny. Yeah. And man's is funny. Man, it's hilarious, bro. Like, 
he can go into a black crowd, be hilarious. He can go into a white crowd, be hilarious. Yeah, like he's. Sounds like, he's sounds pretty... like I need to check it out. Then it might be my type of comedy. Then, huh? I think so. I think so. But also, I don't know. Yeah, like, I don't know. He's, he's he's like as far as dark. Yeah, like he covers that. He checks that box. Yeah. But yeah, he's uh he's good. Um, another stand up that I watched was um. Beth Stelling, I think it's Stelling, but yeah, Beth Stelling. Uh, I think hers was also on Netflix. Um, pretty good, pretty dry. Mm. But, uh, I still enjoyed it. I had never heard of this person until I watched this stand up because I will just see somebody I've never seen before and be like, they have a stand up, yeah, let's see what yeah. he's talking about. And uh, hers was pretty good. And then yep. uh, Matteo Lane, who I had seen do like random, so he had been in like a couple of, you know, they have like standups would be like six people that'll get like a 20 minute set or yeah. something. Like he's, he's been in a couple of those, but uh, he uh, did a special, I think on YouTube. Oh, okay. Yeah. About uh, hair plugs. And yeah. All the, yeah. And he's, uh, he's funny. Uh, I like seeing him on stuff that he does. But um, yeah, he's gay, and he talks about that, and it's uh, it's hilarious, honestly. <laughs> yeah, uh, I need to get back in the stand-up game. I missed it this past year. Yeah, um, he, also, he also talks about being Italian, which is also funny. Uh, I'll say the last couple ones I got, and I'll just quickly go with them. Um, I missed the Digimon movie that came out. There was a new Digimon movie that came out. It sucked because it was only it only was in the, like one theater here, and it was only showing for two days. And it was like seven o'clock at night, which you know anybody with kids that is a terrible time. Yeah. Um, so I missed that one. Uh, I still haven't watched the new Attack on Titan special. Um, I just haven't sat down and watched that yet. You watched Same. it, yet, Spencer? No, I haven't watched it yet. Okay. Yes, I need to check that one out. And then my last one is definitely, which I am going to watch. Uh, I think it's a show. I'm going to watch that week to week. It starts actually on the 14th. And this is Yu Yu Hakusho, um, the live action uh, version of it. And I'm a big Yu Yu Hakusho fan. So I'm going to watch that uh, week to week. And um, I may even review it. I'm still debating about it. But those are definitely big ones. And then, of course, um, I'm getting action figures all throughout the year. Um, I would just say stay tuned. Uh, check out our Instagram for that for that uh, for some a video coming through of my favorite figures from 2023 that that was picked up and that was actually released in 2023. Uh, not like Brandon talks about stuff that was released in years before. So uh, this is actually going to be 2023 pickups. Relax, relax. Um, yeah, that's everything. I, you got anything else, Brandon? That's kind of it. I mean, the other stuff I kind of talked about in our comic book council, uh, the Ranger Academy series is still going. That's really been a really great read. Um, been kind of refreshing to the Power Rangers universe. Um, and But yeah, I mean, a lot of things can fall under others. But um, yeah, it's been been a lot of good. I've seen, I've heard a lot of good podcasts this year that have been pretty fun to, to listen to. Uh, some basketball ones. Uh, the mismatch is really good. Um, there's this one with two. There's a one podcast with two like British dudes and two black dudes. Kids and are, gigs. Yeah, kids and gigs is oh. hilarious. 
hilarious, dudes, bro. Those dudes are like James be on there saying wild shit, wild shit, and like I really started tapping in like the last like month and a half, and man, they are hilarious, bro. Like, um, so that's something like I've no, I know they were way before 2023, but like that's when I discovered them, and so yeah, I really enjoyed them. Okay, Spencer, you got anything? Um, I mean, as far as podcasts go, um, I have been tapping into some nostalgia, and uh, Ned's Declassified has a podcast. Yo, they have been going nuts on that show. This is wild. Still, they've been talking about. Yeah, I learned that uh, they were adults. Yeah, <laughs> big time. Because uh, I, you know. You assume that actors on shows do things in their personal lives, but uh, yeah, to hear about it, like yeah. I was like, Mose, you was out here, dude. Okay, Mose. Yeah, that girl <laughs> like, was a freak. Like, yeah, I was. Uh, yeah, that's the thing. Uh, Ned was like, "Oh, we 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 gonna talk about it? All right? We doing this? Okay." <laughs> and then, um, uh, Ren Stevens and Chelsea from. That's a Raven have a podcast called Big Name Bitches. And uh, that's also a good fun time. They're just in there just being wonderful and entertaining. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, I I think both of those podcasts started this year. They may have started last year, but I, I feel like they both started this year. Right. So, yeah. Okay. Um, well, I mean, 2023 has been an exciting year and um, it had a lot to offer between movies and TV shows. So if we uh, we didn't mention, mention some of the movies and TV shows, you know, that we thought should have been on there, let us know. Um, what were some of your favorite movies and TV shows from 2023? Um, and if we they're worth, you know, checking out, if we should watch them, definitely let us know on any of our social platforms, you know, LMG Podcasts or the League of Middle-Aged Gentlemen, uh, let us know. So, with that being said, we're never duplicated. Always appreciate it. And forever melanated. <laughs>